Okay, so I'm a very down-to-earth person. Are you? I am. I'm super down-to-earth. Um, and I don't look for shit in the stars or the okay. planets aligning. None of that stuff. I do a little bit. No, you don't. I believe in horoscopes. You do? Kind of. Okay. Anywho. Things are weird right now, right? Because we were just trying to fire up our our recording, and then things just got messed up with our audio. Um, and then so I looked at Alice and I was like, "You know what? You know what it is, right?" And I said, "It's Mercury, Mercury retrograde. retrograde." Like, I can't. You can't deny that this stuff happens. Yeah, it's just the weirdest thing. And if y'all don't know what Mercury retrograde is, it's when you're listening to the wrong podcast. Mercury in the stars in the pl- in, in the sky at the night planet. that looks like it's, it's going, going backwards. backwards. And then during that time, there's all kinds of mishaps. Technology like, yeah, is messed electronic up. Electronic stuff, communication. You're not, you're supposed, not supposed to sign contracts. Any documents, <laughs> anything important that that has to happen, you're not supposed to to sign, etc. Communication is always messed up. You're usually dropping friends like flies. <laughs> we're, I, we're always dropping friends always. like flies. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Bye. <laughs> and yeah, so, and I'm not the type of person to like, okay, when is it happening so that you can like prepare for it? But all you have to do is look on Instagram and you find out. Right. But then also like, I also notice like if my phone is being weird or my car is being weird or my computer, then I'll sort of look at what time it is mm-hmm. and it, it's always Mercury retrograde. I did just have a warning light go off on my car. See, me too. But it went it went away. See, mine is still there. So does that mean it wasn't really a warning? Mm, <laughs> or do I need to take it There's in? a glitch. <laughs> Something's going on. Yeah. Right? By the way, my name's, my name's Kai. And this is Allison. <laughs> and this is The Great. You're listening to The Great Podcast. <laughs> Mercury's in retrograde. Well, and it's guys, a bunch of stuff happening. Things like, are getting effed. Wasn't it like there a new moon or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was like a blood moon. So, yeah, exactly. I saw it the other night. Was it bloody? It was orange for sure. Oh, okay. It was pretty. Nice. Yeah. So there's all kinds of planetary mishaps. So if your life is in shambles right now, <laughs> you're not alone. You sent me a horoscope last night. Okay, so you sent me a portion of your horoscope. And I was it, like, yes. oh my gosh, this is legit. legit. This is spot on. <laughs> yes. Okay, send me my horoscope. <laughs> and you sent me my horoscope and... I don't know if it's legit, but it was all bad news. <laughs> <laughs> and it's only August 2nd, and nothing bad has happened to me yet. Not yet. And I'm really <laughs> hoping that I'm nothing bad happens. I've got a lot of things planned in the next week do and you? a half. Oh, you do. And I don't want anything to go Yeah, we have, you've got to make sure that you're, you're safe and alive for all your, your fun stuff. My fandom. <laughs> um, so this is like... I've got three weeks in a row of musical things. That's nice. I saw Charlotte's first concert uh-huh. Saturday night. Lovely. Jackson Brown. Yes. At the Chateau Saint Michel. Was that like was, was there a lot of family stuff there? No. Oh, just adults. All adults. <laughs> Except for Charlotte. And, and she can hang. And our friend Cynthia, <laughs> whom you saw her Instagram post, which is really funny because she's young. She's way younger. Oh than yes, us. Cynthia. Hey, girl. Yeah, and um. So there was one other girl younger that I saw that was younger than Charlotte. And I was honestly kind of leery of taking her, but she was great. Uh-huh. And the concert was good, and it was a nice night, and we had fried chicken. Um, you really beat can't that. beat that. Mm-hmm. Not on a date like, like that. Yeah. At the ch- Chateau. Then this weekend, <clears throat> oh, you guys, um, I'm going to share with you, Kai, um, my route of where we're going, because we're taking the boat 
like to Orcas Island. Mm, that's right. So I'm going to share with you my route. Okay. So if I go missing, oh, I you'll see. know got where I, where I people need to look for uh-huh. me. Got it. Between Perfect. Edmonds and Orcas Island. I'm going to be part of like a true crime mystery. Yes. If things go awry, which I'm hoping they don't. Exactly. Okay. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. But Mercury is in retrograde. <laughs> oh, my God. And I could go missing on the boat. <laughs> no. It's like the Bermuda Triangle. Yup. <laughs> And it's your first time going that Doing route, this. so um, bring extra flares, please. Bring all the bright colors. Okay. Um, yeah, I've got some more. Extra floaties would maybe be helpful. Yeah, life jacket. <laughs> Man. <clears throat> so you have that those shows coming up. That's this weekend, mm-hmm. and then next week I'm going to see Pearl Jam. Yo Not boy. once, but twice. That's, yeah. Wednesday night. And Friday night. Are you going to try to get backstage? No. You should. If you're I a know, true fan, you will. But what am I going to do? Exactly. You, I have to come up with a plan between now and next week? I just show them your tits. <laughs> They're not that great. <laughs> you're terrible. <clears throat> um... So, yeah, dear Lord, please don't let me die before next Friday. Like, after, after next that, Friday. then begins a hard. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so, last week was my birthday. Yep. That's awesome. So, you know, my brother Jeff, <clears throat> he has been trying to get me to, um, to watch Hulu. And I'm kind of into it because, I don't know, for whatever reason. I just don't know about it, right? It's just another TV stream. I know, service. but it's TV. Like, how can you not be into it? Because, like, I don't know. I've always felt like I was like more of a movie person, not a TV person. You're so weird. I'm so weird. So he <laughs> got me Hulu for my birthday. That's so nice. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So I've been watching it. <clears throat> and my top ones are Will and Grace. Avi. Which I love. Wait, the new Will and Grace or the old um, Will and Grace? I'm watching the old ones. The, so first. they're all on Hulu. Yes. Okay. Which is kind of fun. Um... I'm watching The Brady Bunch. <laughs> I have to say that the first season of The Brady Bunch is kind of a snooze. Um, I think that season two is going to get better. <laughs> so I'm just holding out for that. I'm watching Top Chef. Okay. Remember we talked about this? Top yeah. Flake, so I'm yeah. like, yes. Um, and I've never seen this before and people are telling me I should watch it. Golden Girls. Oh, yeah. Mm. I love The Golden you Girls. You do? So you watched it like in reruns or what? Reruns. Yeah, yeah. Because it's pretty much on like Nick at Night or TV Land or TBS. Mm-hmm. It's, it basically, you can find it on at all on all those formats. And so I'm curious because most of the Golden Girls are dead. Mm-hmm. Who Except. does the syndication money go to? That's true. Well, I mean Betty White. Betty so White. It, Maybe know. it's in their like estate. Uh, I would imagine. Yeah. The money's gotta go to somebody. Right. And and they're they have good circulation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think that's it. I couldn't find Three's Company, which I was kind of bummed about. Yeah. You love you some Three's Company. I do. They were just always getting into some hijinks. <laughs> that's very true. Um, so I'm enjoying Hulu. I think it's, you know, it's cute. Wow. You were proved wrong. It's so <laughs> weird. I am not above being proved wrong. <laughs> You're so, so strange that you actually like TV. <laughs> Um, did we talk about this last week how I just started Dawson's Creek? I think we talked about it a little bit. Just like 
on our own. I think. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm into Dawson's Creek. You're a into, lot, into a lot it? of drama. There's only six seasons. So oh, there's only six seasons. It's going to go by in a flash. Yeah, it made on, a big impact for six seasons. It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I've been, I saw the first episode. Um, It's crazy. So it started in 1998, which is 20 years ago. And TV just looks terrible in 1998. Back then. It's so grainy. <laughs> yeah, but don't... Mm. It hasn't been, like, dubbed. Uh, but it didn't look that way when we were watching it before. Right. Right? Yeah, it didn't. Yeah, I don't know why it looks like that, but it does. Um, right. A lot of crazy stuff happens in season one. <laughs> like, Pacey sleeps with his teacher. Pacey's the... Um, Joshua Jackson. Josh Jackson, okay. He sleeps with his teacher. I'm like, this is... The one that came into the crazy. video store? Yeah. <laughs> that first th- okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm like, whoa, progressive. <laughs> Um, I'll let you guys know how my Dawson's Creek updates. <laughs> you know I love, like, I'm a 37-year-old woman loving her some teenage fluff. Because <laughs> it's like, after this, I but think But current I'm, day, you don't like current day teenage fluff. No. It's like throwback. Current well, fluff. I did get into Jane the Virgin for oh, a while. Yeah. I, I got all caught up on that. Oh, you're, you're caught up on it. Mm-hmm. Oh. After I'm done with Dawson's Creek, <laughs> I might need to rewatch one of my top five favorite shows of all time. Which is ooh. Friday Night Lights. Oh, yeah. Because that's on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Before Uncle Jeff takes it off. Does, oh, yes. Does Amazon Prime circulate like Netflix does? Yeah. Yeah. There's things that go away. Yeah. Um, and things that are added in. Coach Taylor. Whew. Yeah. So you have Hulu then? I don't have Hulu. Oh, you don't have Hulu. Okay. I was trying to get my dad to give me his login, but oh. he didn't. You got a mine. Rude. <laughs> you could have mine. <laughs> um, so I went to a comedy show this mm-hmm. past weekend, um, and it was it was good. Like I was I was pleasantly surprised. Where was it? It was uh, Pioneer Square. It's called the Comedy Underground. Okay, and um, there were three performers, and the headliner was this guy that was like, he's from the South, and he kind of made him made fun of himself for having like a GED and from the South, and he's like this big, rotund guy, um, and he was in the military. And like, it was good. Like, I think he had at least a 25-minute set, which is kind of a long time, mm-hmm. you know, to hold It's a lot of material. It's a lot of material. And he was doing really well. Um, and then like... Towards the finish line, he's like, "All right, guys, I I gotta confess something to you." So he was talking about like how Black Lives Matter and you know, a gay sister he has and whatever, and he was supportive. Of so all of this was in his set. Yes. Okay. And then like three quarters of the way through, he sort of buried the lead and was like, "I gotta tell you that I am a Republican." And then it was just kind of this like, "Okay, now what?" And he didn't have much to say about it except for the fact that he liked guns. And it was like this weird thing. I was like, that's an interesting choice to make with your audience. Because everyone is kind of like, we're waiting for for more. Like, all right, so what makes you a Republican, like, today? And, like, did that need to be said? Like, why can't... Yeah, like, why did he include that in the set? And, and there was no really real reason for it. Because also, like, can't you be, like, a Democrat in Logan's? Yeah. You know? He, also, he just doesn't want his money to go towards social right, but it was policies. Just, but, I mean, he was saying, like, the right, not, you know, quote, the right things, in my perspective. It was just a weird thing to, like, turn against your audience all of a sudden. And then, 
Like, he never got back on track. <laughs> like, like there was, like... So, basically, if he was going to do this set again, he yeah. needed to take that out. He needs to take that out. Because it like, wasn't needed. Yeah. yeah. It just kind of made the audience be like, why did he say that? You know? Mm-hmm. And, like, what policies does he align with, with Republicans to make him say that so staunchly? It was just a weird choice to make, you know? And then, so, um, the other weird thing was that He's like, all right, guys, so I'm selling my CD. Okay, who has a CD player? <laughs> he had CDs. He had, yeah, there's only 12 more, 12 more of these CDs, <laughs> and I'm selling them for 10 bucks a pop. And it, it was like a two-minute, like, sale that he was pitching. And I was like, you're working real hard you're for like, 120 I bucks. at Landmark right now? <laughs> it was just, uh, you know, it was cute, but not cute at the same time. We need to do improv. We should do that improv class. That's scary. That'd be fun. It'd be fun, but... It know. would be scary. I'd be into do it. Do one thing a day that scares you, Kai. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Let's start there. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I got to give everyone props for, like, getting up there, you know, and putting mm-hmm. themselves on in the hot seat. Yeah. You know, trying to make people laugh. Um, but just make better comedic choices, I'd say. You know? Yeah, it just didn't make sense. But I'm surprised it was a good time. he didn't like test that out on anybody. Yeah, and they sh- maybe should have given him some feedback. But I wonder if like if he was trying to be confrontational, you know? Yeah, um, and it just fell flat. Yeah, and it just didn't work, you know. But anyways, in Republican news, yeah, this week, what happened? So do you remember a long time ago? It was last summer, I think, sometime maybe last fall. Uh, we were celebrating. The first of the indictments yes. from Bob Mueller. I think there were noise effects. There was party noises. <laughs> well, he's officially on trial now. Oh. Paul Manafort. Oh, yes. Officially on trial. They're mm-hmm. expecting it to be three weeks. And Gates is going to be a star witness against him. So mm. to refresh everybody's memory, they work together. Both got arrested, Manafort and Gates. And okay. Gates has since flipped because he doesn't want to go to jail for as long of a time. So uh-huh. he's copped a deal. Manafort is still claiming his innocence. Okay. So we'll see what happens. Mm. I'm excited. It's Is it starting to heat up? It just started. Okay. So basically everyone is laying down kind of the beginning of their, um, either the defense or prosecution. And the prosecution is saying, like talking about all of his lavish spending. I mean, apparently mm. he got paid $60 million from the Ukrainian government. For what? For... <clears throat> Lobbying on their behalf, ah. sixty million, and that was just one thing. And he blew through it, and then after he blew through that, he started defrauding banks. <gasps> what are you buying with sixty million dollars? <laughs> Remember, we went through that list. Yes, uh, yeah, it was, was like a million dollars yeah. in uh, lawn care, oh and we were like, "I'll <laughs> do your lawn." <laughs> what a dummy! <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, and he's almost seventy years old. He's gonna die in jail probably. Okay. That's a scary thought. For him. Yeah, for him. <laughs> Scary thought for him. Um, since we're talking about, you know, a little bit of darkness, <laughs> um, there was uh, a road rage incident in Ohio. Let me tell you about it. So it was between a man named Charles Levitt and Jeffrey Whitman. All right. So they had a traffic dispute, and um, it should have sort of been left, you know, when they departed each other. But Charles Lovett, um, he drives back to his house, which is about two miles away. Mm -hmm. 
And he notices as he's getting out of his car that there's a white van, the same white van that he had the altercation with. Following. It followed him. And it was at the foot of his driveway. So he turns on his, his video camera, approaches the car. It's like, hey, can I help you? Why did you follow me home? And um, it's important to note now that Charles Lovett is a black man and Jeffrey Whitman is a white man. Okay, and it is the white guy in the white van. Yes. Okay, I'm following you. Yes, white guy, white van. As he approaches the van, um, Whitman, who's in the van, says, he, he starts calling him the N-word. <gasps> says that he's rude, that he can't drive, but just using the N-word with alacrity. Just alacrity. generously. That's you a know. good word. It was, it was pretty vile. And, you know, and then Charles Lovett, the black man, is like, tell me why. Like, why are you saying this? And he's like, well, because you think you're entitled and you're rude, you cut me off, da-da-da. So they kind of go back and forth about what happened with the, at, at the, the traffic incident. You know, it's neither here nor there, but... Um, again, Whitman just keeps calling him the N-word and it's gross and it's vile. And then at one point, it, this is a three-minute conversation that they have, they're having. Um, he says, I just wanted to let you know personally that I think that you're an N-word. So I said, well, thank you cool. for telling me that. Exactly. Cool, bro. So, Good story. So he's videotaping and he, uh, as he's leaving, he says, well, thank you because I have all your information. Um, he was driving his business vehicle with his business name, the phone number, his state contractor license number was on there. And he said, yeah, I'm going to th- uh, send this to, to the state and they can deal with you. And, he, and then he's, he drives off, but, you know, like he doesn't care. So cut to maybe the next day. Um, this video goes viral. And... Uh, there's a news crew that catches up with Whitman in the white van, right? And he doesn't care. He's like, you know what? I grew up with that word, so it's not a big deal to me. He's just <laughs> real casual about it. Okay, it's going to be a big deal when your ass gets fired. <laughs> and, so, and the reporter, who's also black, asks him, so you have no regrets? He's like, nope, I don't have any regrets whatsoever. Cut to a week later. Like, the internet goes after him. <laughs> oh, my gosh, you guys. I'm so sorry. I made an error in my judgment. How did you know? My apologies. I'm now, I'm going to be taking donations and giving all of them to charities for awareness against race relations. So, yeah. So, you know, everyone hits his Yelp account, and they give him one star. They go to his Google. They go to his Facebook. So, he owned his own business. He owned his own business. Okay. Yeah. And he sent a... I guess someone called him, like another news station called him, and he was like, this has ruined my life. It's yeah. ruined my family's life. Who cares? It's ruined my business. Your wife is dumb for marrying you. That's and her he fault. And he said, he said, I just don't get where all this hate is coming from. Um, your black heart. <laughs> your stone cold soul. Can you, uh, he just had no clue whatsoever. Yeah, I hate him. And he put out uh, an apology on his Facebook, and it was just, you know, Cue the violins. Yeah, we don't care. We're um, going to keep throwing you to the wolves here, yeah, buddy. Yeah, I mean, well, he threw himself to the wolves. That's the thing. He made a choice. Like, it's not like an incident that happened and then, you know, in the, in, in the heat of passion or whatever. He made a choice to drive uh, with this man back to his house. Yeah. To confront him. Three minutes, use that vile word to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he was asked that, you know, the next time he said he didn't care. He still doesn't care. 
he, he cares that, that he got caught and that his business is now in shambles. Yeah. But. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Game over. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> so speaking of road rage. I have road rage almost daily. Oh, you do? Like almost daily. (laughs) I I will say that I do get angry in my car most, mostly. Like that's the one place where I feel most anger. So, you know, you've been to my house several times. Yeah. You know, you're coming down that long street and Mm. you have to come to a stop sign. Uh Then you turn right. Yeah, it's like a little boomerang. And then you immediately have to turn left. Correct. And so people behind me almost daily will honk at me when I'm making a left turn. I To your house. I To get into my yes. house. I don't understand what they think I'm doing. Right. Because I signal, uh-huh. and maybe they think I'm making a U-turn uh-huh. to like go back around the other way, uh-huh. but I'm not. No. And, and there's no other way to get into your place except... I have to do, do that. Yeah, totally. So every day, I roll my window down, and I get my hand ready... <laughs> it's and it depends on what mood I'm in. If I want to, oh, if I want to flip them off, so or give them a peace sign, or if I want to give them the peace sign. <laughs> oh Yesterday, my mom was in the car with me because she's here. God bless her till the 11th of August. And I was like, oh, I got to roll my window down to get ready. And she's like, what are you gonna do? And I was like, today I'll give them the oh peace sign. <laughs> But you don't understand how frustrating it is, Kai. Like, I'm just trying to get into my house. Yes. And people honk at me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I've talked to Aaron about it. I'm like, can we get a big sign that says, I live here? <laughs> a sign and put it where? Like, on the curb to the right. Like, there's a grassy knoll. Yes. When, I, when you turn right. <laughs> so then we could put like a big ass sign. Like I'm campaigning for something. You know what I mean? And it's like, I live here. Don't honk. They're not going to put two and two together, I know. Though. That's what Aaron said. And it would also get taken down, I'm sure, by the city of Edmonds pretty soon. I think you just have to keep rolling that window down. Or not. And flipping or piecing. <laughs> or just, just ignore it and drive in. And Well, see, and the thing is, you guys, is that when people honk at me, I just go even slower. Uh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Ugh. Oh, yeah, let me turn. <laughs> turn. 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 That sucks. Yeah. I mean, it is a funky entrance. Totally. But you have to, you know. But, I mean, I wouldn't honk. It's like... Maybe because I know, you know, what's what happening. Yeah. A little patience, <gasps> y'all. Come on now. We're just trying to get through this. <laughs> that must be a really low-flying plane. Yeah, Did you hear that? Uh-huh. Um, okay. In other weird news, yeah. So you know that the midterm elections are coming up. Coming right up. Um, so there's a congressional race in Virginia, mm-hmm. where one of the candidates is accusing the other candidate of writing Bigfoot erotica. Are you kidding? Wait, what? <laughs> Bigfoot erotica. I'm incensed. <laughs> so basically, porn. <laughs> For Bigfoot, for Bigfoot lovers. Wow. And so, for like, Sasquatch. Yes. This is a true for story. Yeti. For that damn Yeti. This is a true story that I read in the New York Times. Not even people. <laughs> the New York Times. Yes. The NYT, the le- legit yes. establishment. So, and the guy, so the the woman, what's, what is it when you're, what do you call yourself when you're running for something? Campaigning? Yeah. Whatever. The running the candidate? Candidate, okay. yeah. So the woman candidate is accusing the male candidate of writing the Bigfoot erotica. And he's, okay. And he, like, apparently there was 
kind of like bad jokes, like maybe that he tweeted out of like a naked Bigfoot. Like, I guess among his like mates, Bigfoot has always been like a common theme uh-huh. of jokes amongst them. Okay. See, this is why you always have to be careful on that social media. Uh-huh. Like when I run for president one day, there's going to be some crazy <laughs> stuff out there, <laughs> including these podcasts. But is that Bigfoot erotica? Let's say it's true. Let's give her the benefit of the doubt. If that's true, is that reasons for him to not run? I'm not that scandalized by it. No, I just thought it was hilarious. (laughs) I just seriously thought it was so funny that he was like, and what he said was, um, I didn't think that anybody would be dumb enough to believe, uh, you know, that this was something real. Apparently her campaign... (coughs) I thought this was such a joke that nobody would ever be dumb enough to think that this was real, but I guess her campaign did. <laughs> oh I'm kind of on his team. Yeah. I don't know if he's a Republican or a Democrat. But, yeah. But um, if, even if he is a Republican, I'm on his team. Totally. Because, like, I would tweet out, like, naked Sasquatches. <laughs> like, that's something that I would do. <laughs> I think it was, like... And you tag a bunch of people on it. <laughs> yes. Come for me. Come for me. Anyway. Um, did you hear about what your girl Beyonce did? I don't know, but I'm here for it. So Vogue magazine gave Beyonce... Yes, I have heard about this. Creative control. She's in charge. Over the September the issue. Cover, the cover, yeah. The cover of that specific issue. And September this issue. is like, if you're into Vogue or fashion, September is the thickest issue. It has all the advertisements mm-hmm. in it. It's kind of like the kickoff of... You know, fashion season. Yeah, so they gave her creative control, and the first thing that she did was she hired a 23-year-old black photographer named Tyler Mitchell to shoot the cover. And so Mitchell will be the first black photographer in the history of Vogue magazine to shoot the cover in its 126 years being That seems insane. It seemed right. So Beyonce just got a big glow up for me about that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And a 23-year-old. So young. Yeah. He's so young. And if you want to follow him, um, he's uh, his handle is Tyler's Photos. So he's at Tyler's Photos on the gram. Um, that's kind of historic. Yeah. You know? It's Good a big for deal. Her. We're yeah. going to see her soon. Yeah. Hey. Um, I saw some some... Sneak peeks of the concert. Oh, you did? I'm trying not to watch. Um, some of my Instagram buddies have been, like, storying the shows. Uh-huh. So they look pretty legit. Yeah. I'm excited. It's going to give us life <laughs> times two. All right, buddy. I kind of have a, a segue story into yeah. the main event. And What's it's that? all about friendships slash Seattle fashion. Oh. So the other night... My parents are in town, and we go to the Pink Door, which is like an iconic Seattle Italian restaurant mm-hmm. down in the market, and I'm in the bathroom, and you know, I'm looking like a snack. I got a good outfit on. <laughs> I'm looking good. I walk into the bathroom, and I see this woman who's also looking like a snack, and I'm like, I would be her friend. Uh-huh. Like, I liked her outfit. So then she looks at me, and she says... Oh my gosh, I like your top. Where'd you get that? I'm sure you didn't get it in Seattle. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, you're right. I did not get it in Seattle. (laughs) 
it. That's great. And I just knew immediately that A, she and I would be friends. <laughs> and B, she thinks that no good fashion comes, comes out of Seattle. <laughs> Unless you're going to like fucking Patagonia <laughs> or North Face. And that story, like things like that make me happy. <laughs> like that that I, I recognized a kinship in her and she recognized a kinship in me. So if you are the woman from the pink door in the yellow dress, my name's Allison. We met in the bathroom. Come at me. I think we'd be friends. <laughs> <laughs> I went back and I told Aaron that story and all he said was, good story, bro. <laughs> he did not care. <laughs> He did not care. Oh, Aaron. Um, so, on today's episode, we are focusing on when it's time to end a friendship. Mm-hmm. Putting the end? In friends. <laughs> you came up with that title. It's I so sure. good. Um, so, you know, I feel like everyone's had this experience mm-hmm. where there comes a time when you call it quits with a friend. And a lot of times, it's very natural where it sort of, you guys grow apart. And there's like not much to say, right? You just grow apart, you drift apart. But we're not talking about that. No. We're talking talking about... um, (laughs) There was a blow up, or you had to have a conversation, or something happened. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a list. So I, there were three that I could think of. Three that that really um, that happened to me in my life, um, and the first one happened when I was in my early twenties. Okay, um, I was working at uh, the youth center, and um, there was a, a someone that that I knew from there, um, and we were totally good buddies. Um, but there came a time where he approached me and was like, "Hey, I um, I'm getting a new apartment." and I need a place to stay for a couple of weeks. Can I stay with you? And I was like, yeah, totally. You know, so so he came in. We'll call her Terry. <laughs> and um, Terry stayed with me for a couple of weeks. <clears throat> and uh, it was fine. You know, we kind of did our own thing. And then um, at one point, I remember Terry came to my work at the youth center, and he's like, um, have you had lunch yet? And I said, no, not yet. And he ordered us a pizza. Cool, whatever. Or he got Chinese food. Wait, where did you get it from? Papa John's? I don't remember. Pizza Hut? No, it was probably a Domino's, Domino's? situation. Okay. Yeah. And so we had lunch. It was fine, whatever. Um, after two weeks, he left, right? And I think that there was like maybe another meal that he bought for me, which is great. Thanks. So um, after about a month, after, when he, after he left, um, I got a bill from, him. from my <laughs> American Express. And I was like, this is weird because I was having a dispute on the MX, and so I, I wasn't using it, and I hid it away in my apartment. Mm-hmm. So I opened up the bill. Oh, my God. And there was, like, all these, like, like uh, Chinese restaurants and pizza places. He found the car. <laughs> and he used it. <laughs> to buy me. Terry. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? And so I did some snooping and figured out that it, was, it was from him. It was his address. Um, <clears throat> and so I ended up suing him because he... I've never heard this story. <laughs> no, you, you haven't. You sued somebody. I did. And I knew I wasn't going to get the money back, but the judgment was would be on his credit report. 
and um, it would sort of haunt him. And it was also fun, like, because we were, I was like, this is fucking it. You betrayed me. This is awful. And there was, uh, I told him a story once about my, my art teacher in high school. He thought about trust, and he, he pulled this pencil out, and he said, you guys, this pencil represents trust. You, you know, it's perfect, it's solid, you've got my trust forever. And then he broke it. And he said, now, when the trust is broken, like, yeah, it kind of fits, but it's jagged, and I guess I could tape it and glue it. The point is that it's never going to be the same, right? Uh-huh. So there was a point where I was trying to believe Terrence, Terry, rather. And, um, <laughs> and um, he said, I'll, I'll pay you back. I'm sorry. Da, 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 da. Um, and I knew that was going to happen. So we, we met one more time, one last time. And I said, you know, are you going to pay back? He's like, I don't have the money right now. And, you know, whatever, whatever. And so I took out a broken pencil and I left on the table and I said, a goodbye. Had, was Terry in my class with you? No, he he loved that story though because I told him about that story. Oh, uh, okay. And so he knew exactly what I was talking about. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. <laughs> okay, so that brings up a couple of things. <laughs> yes. Because that was one of the things I was gonna let's let's go back. Okay. So, what makes like what are your must haves in making a friendship? Right. Like we know that there's kind of a dynamic between people that certain people you feel comfortable with and who knows what that chemistry is right right? um but i wrote down a list of Uh, like my must-haves in a a friend in a friendship okay first and foremost funny even if you're not funny you gotta think i'm funny right you can be my audience (laughs) as long as you laugh hard at every joke i make (laughs) we're gonna be good okay you can keep keep around so that's number one in the list of importance Number two, you got to have your own thing going on. <laughs> your own stuff, your own life, your own schedule. Yes. We can meet up a couple times. Yes. That's cute. But I cannot be your world. 100%. Right? Yeah. Um, you have to have some sense of style. <laughs> like, it doesn't have to be my sense of style. Right, but your own. You got to have your own yeah. way of expressing yourself, your form of self-expression. You need a, a perspective with your fashion. Some sort of perspective. Yeah. Not... No perspective. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you can't, like, I don't want somebody that is trying to be my friend that just agrees with everything that I say. Right. You want to be challenged. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of tension is good. Yeah. Yeah. Push me a little bit, but support me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are my top things. What are, your, what are your things? Um, funny, yes. Um... Uh, I mean, I, I do love someone I can gripe with, <laughs> obviously. Um, but also, just because we gripe, we don't live in a dark place. Uh-uh, we live in we a don't come place. from a mean We live in place. the light, honey. We live in the light. We are the light, honey. <laughs> um, so, yeah, also, like, to, like, I know that I can be a, a tough nut to crack. Mm-hmm. So someone that's patient and that, that like, kind of gets me that way. You know, that's like, okay, you need space. I'll give it to you. That's so funny, though, because I don't feel like you are a tough nut to crack. Oh, really? But I think I'm a tough nut to crack as well. <laughs> See, I don't think you are. I think that's, that's why it works. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think that just means that we were kin, kindred spirits. Yes. I feel um, 
people that are generous in some kind of a way with their their words, their time. Um, so, someone that that's not withholding I, uh, is important to me, and I get that right away. Mm-hmm. You know, um, um, and the the stuff that you said, minus the fashion thing, I don't really care about you don't that. Care about that? Yeah. Um, you know what else is interesting? Like speaking of signs, is I have had so many friends, like best friends mm-hmm. in my life, that are born in late June or July. July. Yeah. So like Ferris is June thirtieth. Your July twenty uh-huh. fourth, yeah. Allie, uh-huh. July eleventh. Uh huh. So, isn't that weird? I don't know. All something. yeah. So <clears throat> I was asking. Oh, Miranda, our friend Miranda, texted me on your birthday and was oh. like, "Is today's Kai's birthday?" And I said, "Yes." And she said, "Oh, Leo." <laughs> and I was like, "All a lot of my best friends have been Leos." Huh. Is there? She's all into this horoscope stuff. Yeah. I said, "Is there a connection between Scorpios and Leos?" And she just said that they're both strong signs. Mm, I'm into it. Yeah. So the reason also why I'm bringing up the sign thing is because I think that being a Scorpio kind of, it makes me more prone to end friendships. To end friendships. I've had one, two, three, four, five, six. Six. Yeah. Damn Starting dramatic. when I was in middle school. Oh. Okay. And it was dramatic. <laughs> I've talked about this on the great before. Where about the dress? The dress. Yes. And I will. Fingerhut? No. Delia's. Delia. Okay, sorry. Fingerhut's something else. Fingerhut yeah. sounds nasty. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck is that? Finger, I think it's just like a, it was like a magazine store. Fingerhut. Yeah, it's called the Fingerhut. <laughs> and they've gone out of business because of a terrible know. name. Oh my God. <laughs> Delia's, yes. Was that dramatic, that ending? I wrote her a letter. My mom drove me to our house, and I hand-delivered it. And I said, we will no longer be friends, and we never were. Bam. But you'd see her around town. Yeah, we went to high school together. And everybody knew that we didn't like each other, and it was kind of a class joke. Oh, my God. But see, with the whole, I'm still going back to the Scorpio thing. Yeah. Because I think that with my personality, if I trust you... Uh And I let you in, and I tell you my deep, dark secrets. Because there's only, like, ten people in the world that I feel that close with. Uh-huh. That's a lot. Excluding family. Yeah. Um, if you break that trust, then I have no problem saying you're dead to me. Yeah, yeah. Bye. But you have feelings. Oh, yeah, and that's another that. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like it's, it's just not, it's, it's not easy, but I just feel like, nope. No second chances in this playbook. I'm okay with second chances. I do think that um, people grow and change. Um, but the second time coming, if you if you cross me, then you're dead to me. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm going to let you know about it. <laughs> <laughs> so we know about the Delia sitch. Uh-huh. Right? What, what's another thing that happens? Um... Uh, Post-college. I'm going to skip over some yeah, of them. Yeah, that's cool. Well, I'm, how do I, I need to keep some of these kind of vague. <laughs> that's <what> I, <laughs> I said, Terry. <laughs> when I said that, she gave me this look like, wait, what are you talking about, Willis? Um, so I've had friendships that have ended, but they've still kept in touch with my mom. Oh, God, that's fucking yeah, so this is like somebody that I kind of grew up with, elementary, middle, high school, and we were like really close, 
And then I did something. I don't know what it was, but I know that I did something <laughs> because she stopped talking to me. Oh, dear God. But she would still keep sending cards to my parents every Christmas. That was just to aggravate you. And she was, it was one of those like <laughs> newsletter Christmas oh, cards like this yeah. year, blah, 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 blah. And yeah. I, I'd be like, so what's going on with so Amy? Uh-huh. What's going on with Amy this year? You know? Because like clearly I don't know. Uh-huh. And um, I'm, I just thought that was so strange. It's and my mom strange. felt strange about it, too. Uh-huh. She was like, well, I got a card from Amy. Tell her next time, return to sender. <laughs> that's all. Right, return to sender, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, like on Facebook Messenger and all these things, like you can send messages and see yeah. that they've read them. Uh-huh. So I sent, I sent Amy a message, like, oh, you did. when her dad was sick. Oh. And I was like, I, you know, I hope everything's okay, blah, 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 blah. And she read it, and she never replied. And I was oh. like, damn, Gina, like, what did I do? <laughs> yeah. Clearly, I did something. Right. Like, this wasn't a fizzle. Mm-hmm. Like, I crossed the line. So there was like... never an ending conversation. She no. just stopped talking to you. Yeah, she froze me out. There was um, uh, a gal, Mary, maybe, that wrote on my... On Insta? Yeah. Um, that said that. But she got ghosted. That she got ghosted too. And finally she reached out and at least the person said, you've been been a bad bad friend. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Right. Occasionally, Amy will double tap on my Insta. What? We follow each other. What? Mm -hmm. Occasionally she'll double tap. Okay, that's, I think it's a little bit weird. And occasionally I'll double tap. She won't talk to you, but she'll Mm -hmm. tap that ass. (laughs) (laughs) All right, this one's a little bit more dramatic. (laughs) I'm ready. Post-college. Yeah. I'm living with somebody I knew from college. Okay. And she wanted to hang out with me too much. Oh. Stage five clinger. I needed some space. Uh And we had drama. Yeah. And I moved out one weekend without (gasps) telling her. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Aaron helped me. Oh, Wow. Yeah. Okay, now, did you know she was going to be gone the whole yes. time? Yes. Was, like, she's out of, out of state, out of the city, working, So, what? our lease was ending, and I, it, we, we had gotten to a point where we weren't talking anymore. Ah, that's always comfortable. Yeah. And um, <laughs> she was... Now, was it because she was wanting to hang out so much, and you're like, I can't do this with you? Yeah. Okay. And um, I was dating Aaron at the time, and I wasn't moving in with him, but I was moving in with some rando off Craigslist. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just got to get out of this situation with my current roommate. Wait, okay. I thought you said you were dating some rando off Craigslist. No. No, no, You were no, living no. with... I was living okay. with a rando Ooh, off Craigslist. That's messy. Yeah. I mean, that's like desperate. You're like, um, okay, Craigslist, come at me. Yeah. And, I need um, to get out of my situation. So she was getting another roommate as well. Okay. And she was rushing me to get out of the apartment. Oh. And I was like, no, I don't have to be out of the apartment until... You know, July. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's like, I need you out of the apartment because so-and-so is coming in and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I don't care about so-and-so. She can figure out something else out. I'm going to stay until I need to get out. Mm. So then I knew she was going out of town. And I ended up moving out of the apartment. Early? (laughs) Early. Yeah. (laughs) And so that was pretty... I want to control this narrative. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty bitchy. (laughs) But she got what she wanted. Yeah. Right? (laughs) Anyway, so we're not really friends anymore. Okay. Are you on social media with her? No. Okay. So you're not really friends. You're just not friends. Right. Okay. (laughs) We have not spoken since then. That reminds me of my ex-roommate. The one that ended messy. This is uh, in college. 
um, we knew each other through the dance department because we we're both uh, majoring in dance, and we it started off cool, you know. Um, she, God, she was like super pro gay stuff. It's like that's cool, and she was a straight woman, but she's like pro gay everything, and it's like okay, whatever. So you know, we kind of went on. We were friends and did stuff together, went to school together, spent a lot of time together. And then um, it, it became too much. Like, I was like, I need space. Our lease is coming up. I'm moving out on my own. And um, she uh, she rented an apartment, like, two houses away from me. And I was like, this is still too close. Yeah. <laughs> and then so, hint, yeah. And so I just had to stop talking to her eventually. And then one day we saw, we saw each other and we walked to campus together. And I was like, so what, you, I got, what are you doing for spring break? She's like, oh, I'm going to like Daytona with like my new friends. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, what are y'all going to do? Like, we're going to go to the beaches and, and tell um, all the partiers that Jesus Christ is the only way to go. And I was like, Oh. So she changes her personality yes. to whomever she's, she's hanging, hanging out with. with. And that's exactly Loser. what she Loser. No, yeah. I don't have time for that. What a sad <laughs> person. Yeah. So she was like just like a sponge, you know. Oh, and God. And she kind of morphed into. No. That's terrible. I'm glad you figured that out. <laughs> yeah, I did. Good Lord. So, yeah. Um, Not that Jesus Christ is wrong, you know, but it just... You don't even need to say that stuff. To spend your vacation doing that? In Daytona Beach. In Daytona Beach? Please. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that was kind of like the next one that I was going to bring up was somebody that just felt too close to me Uh and wanted to be around me all the time. And when we were together, I just felt major, like, needy vibes. Uh And it made me feel uncomfortable. Uh And so I did give this person the grace of being like, I need a break. Uh-huh. Like, I'm just... I'm I calling to- a Rachel. We need a break. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I I told them, you know, to their face that, like, it was... The friendship was, like, too close for me. And, you know, I didn't want to just hang out with that person yeah. all the time. Yeah. And then we pretty much... Because this was back in college. We stopped... Hanging out. I mean, yeah. That was intense. Was it? And I didn't have, like, I didn't wish negative things right. for this person. Sure. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, the next one was a bad one. We'll call this person Lois. <laughs> so, this was a bad Like, great friend to begin with. We met in college. Uh, I was a freshman. Lois um, was... <laughs> In grad school, I want to say. Anyways, um, law school. Yeah, law, law school. And Lois is, is not a woman, obviously. Um, <laughs> to, to male. And he was like my sort of gay mentor. Mm-hmm. Like, I got him. You know, like, everything was so funny. And, like, uh, it was just refreshing to have, like, this kind of person in my life. And so we maintained our friendship for like 10 years. We lived in the same town together. Uh, We're super close. But um, he was the type of person to sort of ghost out when there were men involved. So he was a bad friend because of 
of men, other men. So when he men. was in a relationship, yeah, okay, you know what I'm saying. Then he didn't want to hang out, right? Or he, he didn't have time, and and so all of our fights revolved around men. And then um, the last sort of thing that we had, I was in San Diego. He and my friend Brad came uh, from LA to San Diego for for Gay Pride. And, like, we made this pact, like, all right, it's just going to be us. You know, we hadn't connected for a while, so it's just us. So Lois, um, he met someone and just hung out with them the entire time. And, like, there was a part of me that was like, I get it, you know, but have some time for us. Right. You know? And then we had made plans to do certain activities, and um, so he wouldn't be there. So we're like, hey, we're going to go off to... to go to the movies or whatever it was. And he's like, no, 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 wait for me. And then it's like, well, it's our time too. And we're like sitting around waiting for you. And um, it just became a lot and too much. And he was really rude that, that, that visit. And so when everyone left, it was just me and him. He's like, let's go for a walk. So we walked around and he was like, I just have to say that you were a really shitty friend this weekend. And I was like, What? You know, you're the one that, that, that wasn't even here, you know? And, yeah. And, um, like, we just did not see eye to eye on, on what happened. And um, we wrote each other an email to sort of end things. And that one hurt. That one took, like, months to get over. I was, like, depressed for a while. It was sad, you know? I mourned that friendship. Um, but when it's time to go, it's time to go. Well, that was going to be a question I had. How do you feel... When once the what's the aftermath? Yeah, once the friendship has that ended. one was a tough one, because um, like that person, I, it was like a good decade that we were really close, probably lo- longer than that, and um, like I think we'd seen so each other change so much in like great ways, mm-hmm. um, and like career changes and life changes, and um, so that one was a little depressing. So you are, have not been in contact with this person? No, not since then. I wonder how it would be if you were... Because sometimes I feel like maybe friendships can be rekindled. It's one of those things, though. It's like it, the time has been so long, you know? But it it, it feel feels weird. like so long that it's like, what's the point at this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know? I, and I never wish anything bad on this person. And um, I don't know if they're still with that, per- that person they met, you know? I just wish good things. But it was just one of those things where it just became a little too toxic for me, mm-hmm. you know? And it was all about that person. Yeah. You know? But yeah, I don't, I have a heart and I mourned that. <laughs> I went through my little depression. Yeah. Um, yeah, got out of it. With a few of mine, I have wished bad things about them. <laughs> Not all of them. Yeah. But some of them. And like social media makes it so easy to keep up with people. Uh-huh. And I, it would be like... But like, it, is, is it like... I feel like something has to have happened between the two of you to like, like, I really hope a house falls on you and your sister. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah. But I think that in some of these scenarios, I would, you know, look on social media and be like, ugh, (laughs) ugh, ugh. But it would just make me feel bad. And so, and I hated that feeling of like, you know, being, because clicking the unfollow or the unfriend, that's something that you can't take back. Right. Well, you can. You know? (laughs) And so I would always be super hesitant to do that with ended friendships because I liked keeping tabs for some odd reason. But even when I saw them pop up, it would make me feel bad. 
Ugh. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. it would just give me all those angsty Ex- yep. feelings. I totally get it. Um, so, yeah. I We actually have a friend, somebody that you know, uh-huh. that this was a long time ago, like five years ago, that they broke my trust, <coughs> and I wanted to ice them out, mm-hmm. and Aaron talked me out of it. Oh. Aaron was like, no, Allison, mm. don't do it. You'll regret I, it later. Yeah, I know that you think that she broke your trust, but that person is a good friend, mm. so just chill. And I was like... So, and then did you eventually come to that realization that... Yeah. Okay. I just let it go. Uh-huh. Yeah. She, th- that person, <laughs> <laughs> shared news about me that was personal to me. Uh, and, like, I had shared with her. Got it. And I just didn't think it was, like, her, her news to, to share. Yeah. I get that. Even though, even if it was from like a place of caring, you know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. So there's been times where um, I thought that I was just in a fight with somebody mm-hmm. and we would get over it and we and, just never did. and never got over uh, it. Yeah. Would you consider that like a drift apart? You just drifted apart? But it was a fight though. Oh, it was a fight. Yeah. So it ended in a fight and I say. And never. Because like recovered. I think that friends can have fights uh-huh. and then make up for and make up and talk over it, you know. Yeah. And um, that's what I was assuming was, was happening happen. with this person. I see. Like we were having a fight. We weren't on like same page. Did you approach them? Yeah. At some point. Oh. Mm-hmm. They just never. They're too sensitive. I see. Yeah. Because you know when I get mad, like people know. Uh-huh. So. Um, my last one, we'll call this person Judy. Um, Judy and I, I just felt like Judy was a super negative person and a very negative influence. Um, that surprises me that you are even friends with her in the first place. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. Um, <laughs> well, and that's a thing is that like, I don't, I just, I didn't see it. And I guess I gave her the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. a lot. And, um. Yeah, I just, yeah, there's certain people that, well, that's not certain people, but this person just made everything negative. And then when I looked at all my friends around, I was like, no one else makes me feel this way. Like, everyone else is, like, super positive and supportive. And if there's issues between us, like, we talk it out so that we can be peaceful and, like, get to know what's going on. And we're not trying to be right about anything. Mm -hmm. It's about maintaining the friendship and... If you're not ready to do that, if you can't do that, then later days, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so it, they just made me crazy. I felt like a crazy person. <laughs> like, there was an incident that I'm going to share called Julio Gate. So we were at this, this uh, restaurant, and um, a student that I know named Julio approached, approached the table to talk to me. Um, and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, so we're chit-chatting away for like a minute or so. Wait, has. Yes. Can we just go back a couple of weeks? Go back. To where you become a G-list celebrity again. <laughs> and people are approaching you at restaurants <laughs> again. So it happened, yes. And then so Julio walks away and I tell Judy, he's like, oh, that's Julio. I know, I know him from this certain yoga place. And then Judy says, oh, no, his name is not Julio. It's William. And I was like, no, that's Julio, the guy that just talked to us. No, he said his name is William. 
I was like, um, I know that person. <laughs> I introduced you to that person. His name was Julio. And Judy would not, just could not fathom that maybe she misheard what this person's name was and made me wrong about it. I was like, am I insane? But that was like every single thing that this person did. Just like constant conversations. Constant arguments. And I was like, I'm just done with it. Um, That wasn't the the straw that broke the camel's back, but you know, that's like one of many, many examples that we could go through. But there's just a time that you have to like be done with that person, you know? If they're being a cancer in your life and you have to stand up for yourself and be done. (laughs) um how did you feel after like immediately after when I decided that we're not friends anymore I was I was good I slept really well but then we had like one last blowout fight um and horrible things were said and um I was shaking mad and uh yeah that that night was tough to sleep but I've been good ever since then you know Mm -hmm. yeah and you know and I feel like yeah, that person had an impact on my life. Um, but not so much that it's going to take a lot of time to recover from it. You know, I'll need a stitch or two. It's got to heal up. Yeah. And I'm going to move right along. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. Friendships, man. It's hard. Yeah. Let me make sure I got through everything. I was going to say, do you have a responsibility to tell the friend that you're breaking up with them? I think you kind of do. You, th- you think? I mean, because I'm just considering this a different than, like, friendships fizzling That's out. That's true. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I've never not done that. I mean, I sued the person, you know. <laughs> wrote an email, and they had a screaming match, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the friendship that... Um, the one where we got into a fight and that we never recovered, that one was hard for me to recover from. Yeah. Because this person was like my closest friend in Seattle. Mm. And I thought that we were strong enough of friends to like to be able to pick up from there. Yeah. And yeah. then I felt abandoned. It'd be like if you and I, because we would talk every day, yeah, me and I this see. person. That's a lot. And then all of a sudden, nothing. Yeah. And I was like, Ugh. oh my gosh. It's like a breakup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Anyway. So moving on, you guys. Ooh, we got deep this week. It's real heavy. Um, so next week. I need to air out the room. I need some sage. <laughs> got to purify this this mug. Um, next week. So we were thinking that it's sort of concert season. Concert season. You know? Like, um, there's a bunch of stuff happening. Um, and there tends to be sometimes bad behavior and annoying things that happen at concerts that takes away from the joy. The experience. Yeah. So if you have immediate reactions to concert gripes. Or if you feel something hit you in the gut, like, oh, yeah, I need to tell them this, email us. At? Thegripepodcast at gmail.com. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. We're everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> Until next time, you guys. <gasps> Bye. Bye.